expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. Good afternoon. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. In Taiwan news, 154 more confirmed cases have been added to Taiwan's social distancing app. People who have spent time near these confirmed patients have received a notification. Central Epidemic Command Center officials are urging people who receive these notifications not to panic. Recipients should call their local health authorities or the 1922 hotline for instructions on what to do next. If they are feeling unwell, they should seek medical attention. The CECC stresses that recipients are not necessarily infected, but they should monitor their own health closely. More data about confirmed patients will be uploaded to the app soon. Meanwhile, as part of its anti-epidemic measures, the Taipei city government is now limiting the entrances to city-owned markets and retail spaces. These locations now only have one entrance and exit, with workers making sure that customers register their contact information and have their temperature checked. Masks and social distancing are required. City officials are urging customers to make fewer trips to markets and to buy more each trip. They suggest citizens limit their shopping trips to just two per week. The high-speed rail is compensating ticket holders for reduced services. With Level 3 COVID-19 warnings still in place nationwide, the HSR has cut 40% of its previously announced trips during the Dragon Boat Festival period. It has also cancelled all unreserved seats through June 15th. To compensate affected passengers who had already bought tickets or passes, the HSR is offering extensions or refunds. Compensation will vary depending on the type of ticket or pass, and more details can be found on the HSR website. And big data shows that COVID-19 has had a big impact on Taiwanese people's travel habits. According to a new report published by Google, public transport usage dropped 57% last year compared to pre-pandemic levels. Activity at leisure centers and parks were almost halved, while activity in residential areas increased by almost 20%. A similar report released by Apple shows that public transport usage, private vehicle usage, and pedestrian activity fell by 81%, 51%, and 40% respectively. The organizers of the Tokyo Olympics and Paralympics have said that most Olympic staff and athletes are entering Japan under relaxed quarantine rules. Phoebe Amoroso reports from Tokyo. The Tokyo Olympic Organizing Committee said that more than 1,600 foreign staff and athletes entered Japan over a period of one and a half months through mid-May. These arrivals were exempted from a 14-day self-quarantine. 
Instead, they could engage in activities after a three-day quarantine, provided they took several tests during the first two weeks of their stay. The committee said that no positive test results or breaches of curfew were reported. Last week, the Japanese government tightened entry rules from arrivals from India and several other countries, implementing a quarantine at government-designated facilities for 10 days. Officials are also mulling further restrictions from those arriving from Vietnam and Malaysia. Japan is gearing up to welcome close to 78,000 people for the Olympics, which are scheduled to kick off in July. Ten prefectures, however, are still under a state of emergency until June the 20th, as the country's healthcare system is struggling under the current COVID-19 outbreak. Phoebe Amoroso, Tokyo. And Pakistan's military says suspected militants have attacked a security post and hours later targeted a vehicle carrying troops in the country's southwest, killing four soldiers and four insurgents. The military says Monday's first incident occurred when militants attacked a security post in the city of Quetta, killing four soldiers and wounding six others. Troops returned fire, killing at least four insurgents. In the second attack, militants set off a roadside bomb aimed at a security vehicle, wounding two soldiers in Baluchistan province. Secessionist groups in Baluchistan have staged a long-running insurgency to push for independence from the central government in Islamabad. The Pakistani Taliban and the Islamic State extremist group also have presences there. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sand.